2: Inside sources.
0: This is great. Next, we're going to talk about a company who's making a difference. Um, adults on the autistic spectrum are often a great fit for technology companies and jobs, but they struggle to get through the interview process. So the question is, how do we help them? Well, one global consulting firm that helps place them in the tech sector jobs are opening right here a new office in Salt Lake City. Louise Stone is the head of recruitment and community participation with Otacon, and she's going to join us today to talk us through this issue and um, tell us about talent that we have here in Utah. Um, An interesting fact to start with maybe is the unemployment rate for adults on the autism spectrum is around 85%. Louise, walk us through why why is it that 85% of those on the autism spectrum are, are unemployed?
1: Yeah, um, so I think it really comes down to the interview process and that traditional interview processes are really screening out autistic applicants. Um, if you think about a traditional interview process, it's a very high-stress environment that's relying on things like um, eye contact and social interaction, um, not just on the skills needed for the job that you're applying for. and Those sorts of things, like whether you create that initial spark with your interviewer, tends to be a deciding factor in whether you're going to get the job. And so whether somebody is more qualified for the role or not, um, a lot of our autistic candidates get screened out of the traditional job interviews, and they simply don't get the the roles. And... um, that happens over and over
0: again. I love what you're saying here because I think this is true for everyone that sort of these these built-in tests we have for jobs or, or tests or school or whatever often actually don't create an environment where we're looking at people's skills and their value. And I, I think you guys are, are peeling that away. Uh, I want to talk specifically, you have focused on technology careers and talk us through why that's often a good fit uh, for adults on the spectrum.
1: Yeah. First, I do want to address one thing, which is there is a stereotype out there that technology is the only career that autistic people are good at, and that's definitely not true. I'm an example of that. I'm autistic myself, and I can't even code a single line, so <laughs> would not be good for that. Good at recruiting, not so much the technology thing. Um, but the reason that we have focused in technology is for a few reasons. One is that um, there's a huge tech talent gap. Um, anybody that's uh, working in any kind of tech sector right now knows that there's a ton of jobs available and not enough talent to fill them. Um, so that just matches up perfectly with the unemployment gap. There' um, a lot of people that need roles, and but more importantly is that a lot of traditional kind of traits that you see in a lot of autistic people, um, while they're useful in a lot of jobs, they're really kind of make or break things in technology. So these are things like attention to detail um sort of an unbiased look at things such as looking at data um people will people on the autism spectrum will look at data just for the data they won't look at it and have their preconceived idea of how they want that data to fit into something they'll just evaluate it um as data um and also uh enjoyment of doing repetitive tasks and following a very strict routine versus getting depleted and burnt out from doing repetitive tasks. A lot of tech things involve a lot of repetition. So those sorts of things are very well geared towards autistic people. I, um, so that's how we got started in tech.
0: I love that. As I was reading through your material, um, what you're saying, you had a sentence in there that I loved, and it said, perceived previous barriers become performance advantages, right? So you're saying these are um highly skilled these are these are the people who have honed these skill sets the most and actually will end up being probably some of the best performers and i i love this transition as we often do when we talk about misnomers i should say um of disabilities because i i, I often think that's that's um not the right label that we put on it. And I love that we're switching to these performance advantages. Okay. So you're connecting with Utah. I want you to walk us through. You did a little bit. I think I think you gave us a hint at it when you said uh, you're focusing on the employment gap that we've talked about a lot in Utah. We're growing. We're excited about growing. We have a strong tech market, but we don't have enough skilled um, people. But tell us from your company's perspective from Auticon. Uh, why are you opening offices in Utah specifically, and uh, how did you choose Utah?
1: Yeah, so there's two reasons really why we went with Utah. Um, one reason is actually because um, there is a higher level of prevalence of autism, and I'm not, I'm, I would fail on the uh, statistic here exactly. I don't know if it's all of Utah or the Salt Lake area but um, it's one of the highest in the entire country. Um, so there's just a lot of autistic people in um, Utah and the Salt Lake area. And that just means I know that there's a lot of unemployed autistic people, um, given the statistics. And um, then also, like you said, there's a lot of technology um, booming in the Salt Lake area, you know, Silicon Slopes area that's getting to be known. Um, so it's a great market to break into, And we did just have our ribbon cutting for our our office, which is actually in South Salt Lake, um, just last week. Um, And we actually have a few consultants already working in Salt Lake, as well as our CTO is based in Salt Lake. And we've just hired an admin who's going to be working in more of the finance and HR type of stuff. But actually all of our employees that are based in salt lake right now are autistic so that's kind of fun oh i love that
0: and i love south salt lake how centrally located is that so take us through your part of the process um how if someone were interesting interested how do you um recruit the ideal candidate and and what do you do to prepare them um and and have them interface with a company
1: yeah, so luckily, you know, we get a lot of really awesome press opportunities like this. So most of our um, candidates find us, and we bring them through our recruitment process. So our recruitment process is what I lead, and it's entirely designed to be autism-friendly. So we don't do any of the traditional interviews. Um, we lead with a series of chats and also some skills assessments so that we're really going to get to know our candidates, um, both, you know, their personalities and their needs. And we're also going to get to know their um, actual skill set. So we start out with just I talk to them. It's called an informal chat. And I just kind of get to know their background a little bit, what they're interested in. And then we have them do a technical skills assessment in like their coding language of their choice or sometimes in a different skill. And then we have them talk to also our chief technologist as well as one of our job coaches so that we can get to have a really well-rounded picture of all of their technical skills and all of their needs so that we can place them in a role that's going to be the right fit for them technically but also environmentally that's great. Um, and just
0: yeah so they're ready to go should give me the contact information if i'm a company or an individual who wants to make the connection where would i go
1: so our website is just auticon.us, and the general email you can reach us at is just info at Oticon.us.
0: Great, and Auticon is A-U-T-I-C-O-N, um, and this has been terrific. I, I love that this is a deep need to have um, increasing skill sets in the technology industry in Utah as we grow. So welcome to Utah, to this wonderful new uh, company. Thanks for sharing some time and information with us today. Yeah, thank you for having me. So coming up, we're going to take some deep breaths on what has been a very hot issue lately. Little Cottonwood Canyon is going to either get a gondola or perhaps more buses, but we're tackling the transportation issue um, in Little Cottonwood Canyon, and joining us will be the president of Snowbird, Dave
2: Fields. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold.